Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Talk 1080. This is the Will Marotti Show. Your host, Will Marotti. Matt Sorois, our master of ceremonies. And you, our beloved audience, waiting to hear from you today. 860-522-9842. Got a good show for you today. Some interesting, different topics. We've got uh, also uh, Don Pesci coming on at 935, Red Notes Blue State. Always interesting perspectives that Don shares in his writings and um right now it's 9 11 so let's take a moment and gather our thoughts together shall we heavenly father god of abraham isaac and jacob thank you for another amazing day to be alive to uh to live to function to move about to do the things we need to do and want to do thank you for another day to enjoy your creation thank you god for the many many blessings in life we should, uh, we should stop more often to think about them. Blessings of family, friends, the job, the ability to, to bring value to the world, the ability to earn income and provide for our families and ourselves and help take care of others that we love. And Thank you, God, for all that you do for us. Thank you for your, your mercy and your grace and mostly your patience. Thank you for putting up with us because sometimes we're we're knuckleheads, and we need extra patience and extra grace, especially with each other. Thank you for all of men and women who serve and protect and defend. We think of our law enforcement officers, first responders, firefighters. Bless and protect them. We thank you for all of our military folks, all this, everyone serving in the United States, armed forces all over the world. We pray blessing and protection on them. Come for their family. Thank you for our veterans. Thank you for our doctors and nurses and teachers and people who uh, go to go to work every day, do the things they need to do to help us, support us, strengthen us. Pray for our kids, our students, that you would protect them from um, those who would intend to harm them, that you'd protect them from those who would, would intend to inject bad thinking, harmful, Concepts to them, protect them, Lord. 
thank you for uh, the privilege of being on the air today. And help us to have wisdom, clarity, understand what's going on, and being able to sort through it with confidence. And so we thank you for all these things, and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, can I get an amen out there? You can submit your amens via social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, same handle, all four accounts, at Will Marotti, M-A-R-O-T-T-I. Or you can send me an email, amen, via uh, Will Marotti at yahoo.com. And, uh, and you can call in, 860-522-9842. Let's see. Let me open my uh, historic book here. Today is uh, January 18th. number of things happened... Uh, this day in history, the Battle of New Orleans ended three weeks after the War of 1812. Of course, um, Andrew Jackson was made famous through that by being a, a very successful gener uh, general in the Army. In 1896, on this day, the X-ray machine was unveiled. Really? Yeah, I'm surprised by that. H.L. Smith displayed the x-ray machine to the public for the first time, made an image of Wilhelm Rotkin's wife's hand, <laughs> which showed her wedding ring and bones. All right. Uh, 1911, first naval landing on an aircraft, of an aircraft. Mm-hmm. USS Pennsylvania was a... Uh, a cruiser and uh, began that. 1974, the Yom Kippur War ended. This was a lightning war, lightning fast. Um, not as fast as 1967, but pretty fast. Egypt and Israel signed a, a peace treaty in October of 73 and uh, kept going on until, battle, until 1974. And then in 2005, a plane that I have been on many, many times. We're going to talk about airlines today. Uh, 2005, the Airbus A380 was unveiled in Paris. Lar world's largest plane, double-decker, can carry up to 853 passengers. That's uh, some of the things that happened uh, on this day in history. For you history buffs. You know, I, 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 it never ceases to amaze me that I, that I say things. Uh, amen. Amen, Gene. Amen, Shelby. Uh, I, I say things, and, you know, I mean, I'm just a, I, what do I know? I'm just, a, I'm just a little pastor, harmless little pastor. But then I see it printed and thinking, oh, man, they should have listened to me, right? So back, I think it was January 7th, if I recall. The, the first day the news came out that we found classified documents at the Biden Center later to be found in the garage, later to be found in an apartment. And I said the very first time that this story came out, I said, you're, what you're witnessing is the Democrats leading Joe Biden to the off-ramp. This is, this is, these are the Democrats, his own people, his own attorneys. Listen, he was sitting on these documents for, what, five or six years? Why were they discovered now? Why were they looked for now? And his own attorneys, who, who, who did not have clearance for classified documents. And of course, we did the right thing. We, we called the uh, archives as soon as we found it. Okay, well, all right. Maybe. Maybe. 
So I said it from day one. I said this is the way of the Democrats getting rid of Biden because they don't want him to run 24. They're terrified that Trump's going to run. They have to have some sense that they can they can win the election because they've already lost the House. They'll lose the Senate next time around, lose the White House. So here we are now, January 16th, two days ago. Joe Rogan theorizes that it's Joe Biden's own team trying to get rid of him before the 24 election by uncovering the mishandled document. Joe Rogan, oh, no, who cares? I said it more than a week before that. I said the same exact thing. Nobody printed that. Joe Rogan, because he has the biggest podcast in the world, 24 million people. I mean, you know, gee whiz. I can't even read it because it's it's so laced with expletives. My guess, I'll see if I can read it as far as I can. My guess is they're trying to get rid of him. All of a sudden, his own aides are sending these. Instead of talking about the classified documents, which you've located. And I can't read the next sentence because there's too many. <laughs> Explodes. Well, then it then said, come on, dude. This all sounds suspicious. No one is self-reporting that. Nobody self-reported that blank laptop. That was supposed to be Russian disinformation. That reeks of Russian disinformation. I mean, you know, he, he's he's always on point. Rogan's always on point, but he's, you know, he's he's raw. You know, he's raw. But because he said it, they print it. They print it. And, oh, oh, Joe Rogan thinks. What about what Pastor Will thinks? <laughs> I know. I just get I get the satisfaction of saying it before he did, or or at least being public about it before he did. So, who knows? Who knows? Uh, uh, who who said it first? All right, let's go eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Let's see. First call day brought to you by Eagle Rivet, the roofing partner you can trust. And we're gonna go to Christine in Middletown. Hello, Christine. Hi, Pastor Will. Good morning to you, sir. Um, you know, I want to say it's bad enough that the Department of Education likes to uh, send grants to fund indoctrination of kids with CRT and social-emotional learning, but the Greenwich Public Library is getting on the act, Pastor Will. They have this <laughs> Big Hearts Book Club, which is a social-emotional story time hour for children ages 5 to 8 now. They're going to have it on Tuesday the 24th from 4 to 5 p.m. I mean, I'm outraged by this. When I was that age, I wanted my parents to take me bowling and not and, go and, to the library. And I and I wonder what they're going to be sharing in those social-emotional reading times, Christine. Well, it's when you're trying to raise caring, empathetic kids but think you could use some reinforcement. Are you afraid of teaching teachable moments happening with your family? The Guilford Free Library is here to help. So we all know where this is going. Yeah, of course, it's going to be going to everything else that we don't want it going to. But I, I, I mean, why should we be surprised? I mean, this has been going on for for decades. They, they knew that if they could capture the education of the children, they'd capture the world. And, um, and, and that's what's going on. That's what's happening. So I, I, I'm glad you brought it to our attention. I, I'm sorry to say I'm not surprised, but. It is just par for the course. Christine, thank you so much. Have a great day. Thanks. Have a good day, Pastor. Appreciate well. your call. 
Uh, 860-522-9842. Let's go to uh, the Southern Command, Rudy, Florida. Rudy, what's up? Hey, good morning, Pastor Will. <clears throat> I forgot to tell you yesterday, and Brian covered it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Brett Thompson's other son, Tice, that you met, yes. is going back and forth between the AHL and the NHL. He plays for Utica Comets yeah, yeah. and the New Jersey Devils. Mm-hmm. Um, but my reason for calling is uh, we got to slow the population growth in Florida. President DeSantis, I mean, Governor DeSantis needs to stop doing <laughs> these things. DeSantis or draw- DeSantos? Who is that? Yeah, well, he, he's drawing more people here. Yeah. I don't know if you saw his press conference, Prescribe Freedom, Protecting Floridians from the Biomedical Security State. Oh, my so gosh. The, seven new laws. <laughs> seven new laws go into legislation. They had to vote on it. Yeah. Permanently prohibits COVID-19 mass requirements throughout the state. Permanently prohibits COVID-19 vaccine and mass requirements in all schools. Permanently pro- prohibits COVID-19 passports. Permanently prohibits employees from hiring or firing based on mRNA jabs. That's his exact words. Oh, Protect- man. That's it. Well, I don't know if you heard about this, but some I think it was some wingnut legislator up here. I have to dig it down. Someone sent me a text on it. Is is proposing that twelve year olds without parental notification should be able to get vaccinated? Well, let me. You're going to love these last ones because it pro- prohibits discrimination based on vaccine status, the two tier tests and mass discrimination protects medical professionals' freedom of speech, protects the right to disagree with the preferred narrative of the medical community, and right up your alley, yeah. it protects the religious freedoms of medical professionals. Wow. So if you don't want to give the jab or you don't want to provide abortions, nobody's coming after you in the state of Florida or you're in trouble. You know, if this this is going to open the floodgates, if he's not running for president, he's sure making a good case for it. I'll tell you right now, because he's running for king of Florida. Those are themes that will resonate with Americans, with people all over the country, not just. I'm hoping. I'm hoping the Florida legislation gets rid of term limits because he will stay put if he could keep being governor. You think so? For don't now. Think, don't you, but don't you think his country needs him more, Rudy, than, than Florida? I mean, I know, I know Florida's important. Hey. But, you know, and I don't know if how many states he can scale the, the Florida kinds of things that he's doing with. I mean, so he can't, he can't do it in California. He can't turn California into Florida. But, but there's a lot of states where the people would respond to common sense. It would, it would, it would reverberate, and it would, it would. You with you them. would think, but Connecticut. I mean, I think California's copping Connecticut. That's how bad Connecticut's got it with oh, all this gosh. stuff. Connecticut. We were just discussing that ten dollar fee or something on your registration. Yeah. To use state parks. Yeah. There's only a couple thousand parking spots, and there's a couple million vehicles in the yeah, state. Yeah, right. It's like, just it's pathetic. You're paying for something that. You, you can't even get in the parking lot to use. Well, th- this month, the, the movers study will come out again. It comes out every January, and I want to see where we rank. It Last just came movie. out. Oh, it did. All right. It I'll just, find it then. Fourth highest, had it. Fourth had highest it, move-out rate consistently over the last year, third or fourth. I want to see what you, it is this year. I'm gonna look you're tenth. You were tenth. Oh, man. You're kidding me. We got better? Yeah. You're- oh, gosh, it's horrible. Oh, Rudy, I'm sorry. I hit the wrong button. Hey, listen, we're going to take a – no, we're not going to take a can – I, can I take these calls, Matt? All right, one more call. Rudy, I'm sorry. I was completely unintentional. I was trying to – I got a new call screen here, and I'm still trying to figure out how to work it. 
Uh, let's go to Barbara in West Hartford. Barbara, welcome to the show. Hi, Pastor Will. Thank you, Lord, for taking my call. Um, you know, it is National Human Trafficking uh, Prevention Month. And I didn't I know that. Thank you, you for bringing it to our attention. Yes, yes, sir. And I, I talked with you last month about uh, a forum we are having um, next Thursday, January 26th, in, at the Silestine Middle School in Wethersfield. And it's for the uh, towns of Hartford, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, of what, uh, Wethersfield, Rocky Hill, and Newington. And it's awareness. It's to help parents and educators and police and firemen and anyone else to know what signs to look for if you see a vulnerable child being trafficked, and then what do you do? What do you do? Who do you call? I mean, um, and I mean, I'm even, I've been doing this for over 10 years and, and, and trying to, to um, end child trafficking and exploitation. I, I, we're a volunteer team for um, Love 146 in New Haven, and I still need to know who to call when I see a situation on a street corner, in a restaurant. What, who do you call? What do you do? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so this is why we're having this forum. We uh, we know that our kids are are uh, are being trafficked uh, in their in their home, their rooms, in their houses, on their mm-hmm. screens, on their mm-hmm. on their phones. And we want to we want to bring this information. So we're having a, a panel of experts um, from the underground New England, from DCF, uh, from the police that will come in and speak with us and then um, answer questions. And when is the forum? It's next Thursday, January 26th at the Silas Dean Middle School at 6.30 p.m. Say it one more time so people can write it down. Go ahead. Silas Dean Middle School. That's 551 Silas Dean um, Avenue uh, in Wethersfield, Connecticut, January 26th at 6.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, I, I, I'm just, uh, as a suggestion, you know, the Salvation Army has a very active anti-human trafficking campaign going on. Salvation yes, Army. I, yes, have you contacted do. those guys too? No, well, right, not this time. Um, but we'll be doing more of that. They have a lot of their own programs. The Newington Rotary is part of this. The uh-huh. um, Underground New England is part yep, of this. Yep. One for, so that we've we've gotten uh, the Archdiocese of, of Hartford is is part of this. So yeah. I mean, we have uh, we have uh, tried to reach out to different groups, and and like I said, uh, we want we want teachers and and parents and yeah. grandparents and neighbors to know when you see something, uh, you know. Say something, yeah. yeah you know, find yeah. out. What well, I was shocked a number of years ago when I found out what a hot spot Connecticut is for human trafficking. I would have never imagined that, and, and oh yeah, it's shocking to me, but it's true. So I, I, I think I applaud what you're doing, Barbara. I think it's wonderful. Thanks for bringing it to our attention, and uh, have a wonderful day. God bless you. All right, we're gonna take a break. A couple commercials, news. We'll come back, Don Pesci, Connecticut commentary, red notes in the blue state, and uh, always interesting to see what Don Don has to offer. So stay with us. This- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is Local Radio, The Well Mulani Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Welcome back, 938, uh, WTA, 939 WTIC News. My crack researcher, LJ, sent me the uh, the uh, United Van Lines report, and um, we have the top uh, top states are moving out, top states are moving in. I, was, I mean, I will say this is good, and I'll, and I'll tell you my theory on this, but I'll tell you that Connecticut is not in the top 10 anymore for outward losing people. Um, other states, uh, t- top three pretty much exactly the same, New Jersey, Illinois, New York. Michigan, Wyoming, Pennsylvania, moving out of Massachusetts, moving out of Nebraska, Louisiana, California. I'm surprised California's 10th. Um, so that, that, you know, on, on service, that's good news. I'll tell you why I think that is. I think all of the shuffling that took place between 20 and 21 with the massive migration of New Yorkers to Connecticut, I think has, is, is what changed that number for 2022. Um, we still have uh, a number of people um, leaving Connecticut. And, and, and the fact is that there are, uh, when I go to Connecticut to get the detail, there are still more people moving out of Connecticut than moving into Connecticut. And um, the bad news about that is the highest number of people that are moving out of Connecticut are people, families that earn $150,000 or more. The next highest bracket is over 100, 100 to 149. So of all the people moving out of Connecticut, 73% of them, 73% of families moving out of Connecticut make over $100,000 a year, which makes sense, which makes sense. Why Why stay here? Why stay here if you didn't have to? Why You can live a better life, better lifestyle. Maybe it's climate. Maybe it's something like that you're concerned about. I don't mean you know climate change, but it's just weather. Uh, why not do that, right? So if, if you, why not save the money? I know for a fact we could, we could, if all things were the same, we could pick up, we could move to, oh, I don't know, let's say Indiana, same size house, same stuff, and and just in property taxes and income taxes, you know, it's a huge savings, gigantic savings. It's like a part-time job amount worth of savings to do that. A lot of people are looking at that and making the same decision. Or they're going to Florida where it's free. There's freedom in Florida. And weather's nice. 
and people people mind their own business in Florida. You know, not, every, not everybody's in everybody else's business. So there's a lot of reasons for that. All right, now joining us on the hotline, uh, the the curator of Connecticut Commentary, Red Nose Blue State. You can find him at donpesci.blogspot.com, the aforementioned Don Pesci. Don, welcome back. Oh, it's good to be with you again, Will. I uh, I had a laugh as I started reading your most recent offering, um, yep. but but before I go to that, I just want to I want to throw this. At, d- does it make sense to you, Don, that of all the people leaving <clears throat> Connecticut, families more than seventy percent of the families that move out of, and there's more people moving out of Connecticut than into Connecticut. Does it make sense to you that those families would be you know higher income families? Well, yeah, sure, um, it it does. Uh, um, I think the higher income family, it depends how high, uh, Will. You know, uh, as somebody like uh, Dick Blumenthal, Senator Dick Blumenthal is a multi-millionaire, Rosa DeLauro, she's a multi-millionaire. Uh, those people don't have to worry about taxes. Right, right. So they just hire forensic tax attorneys to uh, to uh, show them a path around uh, around taxation. Sure. So the people who are moving out are people, uh, are, are, are not millionaires you know, they're people who are making uh, reasonable, uh, reasonable what we we would consider reasonable salaries here mm-hmm. in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. My whole uh, family on the Mandarola side, my mother's uh, uh, side mm-hmm. of the family, are no longer living in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. Well, here the the highest uh, bracket is one hundred fifty thousand or more. So we don't know what the more is. We just know it's at least one hundred fifty. More than half of the people moving out, 55% make over 150, and then another 18% are in the 100 to 149 bracket. So, you know, those are tax-paying people. I'm assuming, right? They pay taxes. They're not. They're not millionaires. They're not looking, as you mentioned, Rosa Delora, uh, Richard Blumenthal. They're not. They're not able to take advantage of of the loopholes. And of course, a loophole is a tax law. They're not able to do that. So they're paying taxes. And they're saying to themselves, why, why, why should we pay this much in taxes? It doesn't make sense. We should go somewhere else and pay, have a better life and pay less taxes. And so, so we're losing all these people. Well, a lot of these people are, uh, are, are, are you know, fairly young uh, families. They're, they're, they either have, cho- have young children or are anticipating having young children. So they're, they're moving out of uh, Connecticut for a whole series of reasons. I mean, one of the reasons is uh, that uh, if they've been in the state for, let's say, a couple of decades, uh, they know very well uh, that the state is running a massive, uh, massive uh, deficits that are going to be passed on to their children. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and, and the state is not paying attention to uh, to uh, major uh, cities in the state that are that are you know shoot them up uh, uh, cities. Um, the the politicians in the state of Connecticut are totally totally unconcerned with spending. Mm-hmm. They don't. They never even think of spending. Uh, where the state is running right now, the state is running a. Uh, a uh, budget uh, surplus of uh, uh, of for the new year, you know, for the new fiscal year of about three billion. Uh, the old year was, uh, you know, four billion. Um, so uh, the, 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 they look around and they see that uh, state government, uh, pol- especially politicians in the state, 
are doing very well. Uh, but when they go out to buy a dozen eggs, uh, they notice that they're paying twice as much as they had only a few years ago for the eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess a lot of people, you know, one of the larger categories, people moving for family, meaning kids, grandkids, you know, whatever. I mean, but there's a lot of people. I'm in that category at this point. I, I find myself, I mean, could, could we leave? Yeah, we could leave. Of course we could. But not wanting to because, you know, a number of things. I have the church responsibility and, and my dad is still with us and, and I, and I want to see him and be close to him. And so there's no reasons I won't leave, and, and I don't know when I'll leave. But if you're not if you're not held here for some reason, there, there, what what's the sense of staying here? Unless, unless you just love, you know, I mean, Mark Twain here lived here for a long time, uh, from 1874 to 1891. And this quote you you have <laughs> the beginning yeah, of your article. He said everything, right? didn't he? <laughs> the only difference between a tax man and a taxidermist is the taxidermist leaves the skin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That was in uh, that was actually that was in a piece uh, that I wrote uh, under the title uh, "Guardrails for uh, yeah. Surpluses" because we have you know have gigantic surpluses. Yeah, yeah. And there is a uh, new state senator, Senator Jeffrey uh, Gordon, who has introduced a bill uh, SB one twenty eight that is patterned after a decades-old bill in uh, Massachusetts mm -hmm. that prevents uh, state government uh, from, uh, from uh, using the whole surplus. It has to return a certain portion of the surplus mm -hmm. to people who have been overtaxed. Yeah. So um, uh, Senator Gordon uh, is, uh, is you know, going to be introducing this bill uh, and uh, I, you know, I, I leapt on it because I've written about this issue uh, multiple times, you know, the, the danger in state surpluses. You have, uh, you know, uh, you have uh, uh, Governor Ned Lamont raising his hands in a victory salute because he's sitting on a three, a $3 billion surplus. Now, most of, a lot of that money is the result of, uh, is the result of funds. Uh, that had been uh, procured mm -hmm. by the federal government and passed along to the states under various uh, under various bills, you know. Uh, but those are disappearing. These are disappearing uh, infusions of uh, money in the state of Connecticut. Then you have inflation. You know, one of the reasons the surplus is so big is because the money is so worthless. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, you have all these problems in the state of Connecticut disappearing, uh, disappearing uh, state revenue. Uh, you have a disinclination on the part of uh, people in the General Assembly to really focus on, uh, on, 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 on cutting spending. And those two things are, are not only uh, pushing uh, people out of the state of Connecticut, uh, they are making uh, prisoners of, um, of uh, people who have to remain in the state, who earn reasonable salaries and uh, can't afford to uh, carve a path around, uh, around taxation. Mm -hmm. uh, 
so these people are are in desperate um, are really it's, it's the middle class it's in desperate straits yeah and uh, and uh, you know they, 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 I think that this kind of a bill should generate some interest for this reason. Uh, if you have if you if the state is continually producing surpluses, uh, the state doesn't have to raise taxes. It can use the surplus uh, to uh, to expand spending until until. <laughs> You know, you remember what the uh, uh, what the Prime Minister of Britain said, Maggie Thatcher. Mm. You know, socialism. They, the problem with socialism is that sooner or later you run out of other people's money. Right. right. We're going to run out of. We're going to run out of federal funding, and uh, we're we're now running out of uh, out of uh, uh, taxing people mm-hmm. who have children. Mm-hmm. Okay, young people have children, uh, and those children, if they remained in the state could have been paying taxes for 60, 70 years. They're gone. That, that whole tax bundle is now finished. It's gone. It's irrecoverable. So these, these are very, very serious problems. I'm want to, I want state government to make, a, to make a serious effort to cut spending, not temporarily, but mm-hmm. permanently, whenever they can. Well, you know, to your point, I don't know exactly what the number is, but I think anecdotally I can say it, that it's always the higher income people that pay the vast majority of the taxes. So right. in, in the United States, I don't know, I'm sure, and it would translate to Connecticut, the top 10% of earners pay 75% of all the taxes. That's right. So if yep. you're eliminating... And we are, the people that are leaving, the largest percentage of people that are leaving the state of Connecticut are people who make over 150000 a year. Yep. If you're losing those, those are, those are the people that are paying the taxes. And who's going to be left? If, if all the income people, if all the people that are making money, that, that 10%, that pay 75% taxes, if all those people are leaving, who's going to be left on? Who are they going to tax? What, I mean, what's going to happen? That's exactly right. Um, they're going to have to turn to people who are making much less than they are uh, because they're more numerous um, to sustain the level of spending in the state of Connecticut. There's the only thing that the state of Connecticut can do uh, to make itself, once again, the, the, the pearl of New England oh, yeah. uh, is to cut spending. That's the only thing they can do. So everybody in the state of Connecticut should be asking their their legislators, I want to see your bill. They should be saying to their legislators, I want to see your bill that reduces spending permanently. That's what they should be saying. And they shouldn't mm-hmm. vote for, for people who can't, who can't answer, uh, answer that kind of a question. They shouldn't vote for them at all. People, people forget because all we hear now from the governor and from the governor's folks, oh, surplus, surplus. We got more money. We're in great shape. We're, you know, we've done great things. Everything. People forget what it was like around here prior to COVID. And yeah, prior to yeah. COVID, we were looking at a potential three point for the full year, not just uh, full two years of the but We were looking at a potential three point seven billion dollar deficit. That's right. And then we get all these billions upon billions of dollars of federal money. Oh, oh now we're sitting out of – what's going to happen in four years? That's right. When, well, as you said, when that money runs out, when it's not there, what's going to happen? And you're still chasing the higher income people out of the state. 
I'll tell you a funny little story. Uh, I attended a session, uh, uh, you know, several years ago, maybe more than 10 years ago. And uh, uh, Governor Weicker was uh, was uh, there along with a whole series of other uh, politicians. Uh, Joe Lieberman was invited to the event, but he wisely skipped it. And uh, I was sitting next to uh, somebody who was a CEO of a company. So Weicker, during uh, the question and answer period, moaned, visibly moaned. You know, we had a surplus when we initiated the uh, income tax. Where did it all go? And the CEO turns over, he hits me, hits me with his elbow in the ribs, and he says, they spent it all, you ninny. You know? <laughs> so, so this is what happens. If you, keep, if you don't cut spending, this is what happens to surpluses. Connecticut has never been able to hang on to a surplus, and it won't. Yeah. Won't be yeah. able in the, in the near future to do it. You, you mentioned a few minutes ago, you mentioned, how do we return Connecticut to being the pearl of the Northeast? And, and it's so true. It's so true. I remember years and years ago when I was in my 20s and traveling and going to wherever I was going to, Florida, uh, Arkansas trip, uh, in Indiana. And, and I remember telling, they'd say, where are you from? And I'd say Connecticut. And, and there would be a discernible like, oh, well. Connecticut, right? They might, in their minds are going, well, maybe he's a millionaire because the the, the 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 rep was, the rep on the street was, oh, Connecticut, you know, it's the wealthiest state in the world. Everybody lives there's a millionaire. We were so that's how people looked at us 20, 30, 40 years ago. Like we were like the top of the ladder when it came to opulence, right? If you lived in Connecticut, now you now you go and say where you're from. I go Connecticut, and they go, oh, I'm sorry, you know, it's just like it's a totally <laughs> our 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 state reputation has totally changed in the last 30 years. Oh, absolutely, yeah, and that started with the income tax. Uh, you know, it started with Weicker's uh, income tax. Uh, the thing that made Connecticut uh, special, that made it a standout uh, state among, uh, among New England states was that it had no income tax. Because it had no in income tax, uh, state legislatures really kept, uh, really kept a, uh, an eye on their spending proclivities uh, Ella Grasso was like that. She was a Jewish. She, you know, watched the bottom budget line like a, like a hawk, and she was totally opposed uh, to an income tax. Mm. Uh, so, you know, once you had the income tax, you gave permission to all the state legislators and governors going forward in the state of Connecticut to spend as much money as they liked. Well, hopefully we can get some... More common sense Republicans in there and turn the ship around. Don Pesci, thank you so much. Red Notes, Blue State, donpesci.blogspot.com is where you go to read all the great things that Don writes. Don, thank you so much. And, hey, let, let's do this again next week. Are you up for it? Oh, yeah, sure. Wednesday's right. a good day for me, actually. Wednesday's a good day. All right. There's a, a, a new regular feature here on Wednesdays. All right. Thanks a lot, Don. Appreciate it. All right. Hey, uh, we're going to take a break. Commercial news. Come back and, uh, and open phone lines, 860-522-9842. Give us a call. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.